0: Somewhere within the infinite expanse of the Doctor's TARDIS, likely stuck to the underside of a shoe or the tail end of an old scarf, is a sticker that used to be found in a place of importance on the central console, suggesting that the owner of this Type 40 TARDIS bring the ship in for maintenance before the end of the Rasselon era, or at 150 million years of travel, whichever comes first. Possibly the Doctor, many lifetimes ago, had peeled it off and tossed it away, or perhaps after centuries of being ignored by the ship's lone occupant, it had attempted a daring escape, unsticking itself from the console and hoping the breeze would carry it out the door, and to a new life of adventure. Whatever the cause, the sticker, its absence, and the choice to ignore it, are all responsible in their way for the groaning, wheezing sound of the engines that currently fills the console. A sound the Doctor and her many companions had become accustomed to during their travels. That sound comes to an inevitable halt as the time machine, your home, materialises in yet another dazzling location. The display fades into life, showing the location the TARDIS has brought you to this time. A beautiful garden of vibrant green grass, surrounded by tall trees stretching up into the sky before curling and coiling like springs, covered in green and violet leaves, casting shadows creating a somewhat gloomy mood. Dotted around the garden are statues, vague shapes, some humanoid, others less so. What do you make of the view?
1: I do like a good gloomy fall day, and this does seem to have that bit of a vibe to it. I, I, I like to curl up with a book and think about uh, running off on an adventure, which is weird, because I actually go run off on adventures a lot, but you know, books make me think about doing it as if I was... So I've lost the plot. Um, I, I think I, I like it, but I, I am a bit concerned about statues, because they, they... I want to learn more about the statues. Do they look like sculpted statues, or do they look as though someone... Um, where f- people were frozen in place as if, like, some sort of, like, Medusa-like ex- experience happened.
0: Unfortunately, the low uh, resolution of your tube television console display makes it difficult to kind of make out any specific detail, but they are definitely in kind of some very varied shapes and positions that don't... It would be an odd choice for a sculptor to choose to sculpt... People in these particular positions.
1: Okay, I, I don't think I realized we were looking at it through the screen. I thought we went ahead and got out of the TARDIS. Okay. Um, oh no, I, I, I do not want to make that choice for you. Well, you did. Um, but it's saying that it was on the screen. Like, that's making the choice for me. Um, so yeah, you said there are various shapes and sizes, but I can't even see like mm-hmm. poses or anything that look like they're like... Like, I think there's like... Like if you went to Pompeii, people are mm-hmm. in poses like they're afraid of something coming as opposed to a sculpted statue where someone is standing like triumphantly or as if they've been like right. stylized. Can I make that yeah. out even on the TV screen? I would are say they that... weeping
2: angels or not?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I that, that I that's say... a thing that I can be concerned about, but I also think like yeah. it's possible somebody turned people to stone in some way.
2: Right. We've we've got multiple alleys here yeah. and we just yeah. we need to know something, okay?
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting, the positions don't look like someone has been, like, flash-frozen in stone, but they also don't look like the kind of position that a person would be. You wouldn't carve a statue in these positions, they're kind of weirdly contorted, uh, almost like parodies of of humanoid body posture and body language. For the ones that are humanoid-shaped. Okay.
2: Sounds sus to me, Doctor.
0: Uh,
1: I'm gonna scan for life forms in the vicinity of the TARDIS, and I'm gonna make a specific point of scanning for alien, like that uh, for angel, like a, a, the angel
0: energy. To so go ahead and give me ingenuity and technology, and I will let you take a buff for feel the turn of the universe. Okay.
2: Well, is there anything we can do while the doctor's figuring this out?
0: I mean, to
3: be fair, a baseball bat would be pretty effective against stone. <laughs> I mean, you kind of got the ideal weapon
2: but it's spooky stone
1: i got a 19 um, 19's, a, 19's good no i have a, sorry it's a dirty 20 cuz it's a plus, it's a plus 2 bonus
0: for a field of, turn of the universe so I will say this there's definitely some kind of light background radiation not like nuclear fallout but just kind of like a like an organic background radiation that's kind of making it difficult to do like a full scan oh. uh, but that rolls very good so I will give you this you do not detect the presence of any weeping angels in the vicinity nothing that would suggest weeping angels uh, but you are getting two groups of uh humanoid life forms about half a mile away
1: Okay. I am going to look at Carrie and Travis, and I'm going to say, do
3: you want to go for a bit of exploration? I could go for a walk in the woods.
2: I, I still think we need something besides the bat, though, like, to, Carrie, for protection. I'm just, you know, Carrie, last time. Carrie, how long
1: have we traveled together where you don't understand that's not how I operate?
2: I realize that, Doctor, but I'm just thinking for the the health and the safety of people here, since it's it's not a weeping angel, and the bat's only good against stone. I'm just thinking ahead before we leave the
1: TARDIS, because again, I I don't tend to like to wander into other people's spaces with the intent of hitting them with things that are tougher than baseball bats. Like I don't tend to. It's not really like they might be not they might be lovely. They might they might have tea. They might have a lot of things going on that we don't need to necessarily um, invade with hostility. Maybe. Maybe they're having a good game of cricket.
3: Maybe these are religious icons to them. Maybe the last thing we should do is just smash things up on the way.
1: <laughs> yeah, Karen, you need to stop assuming everything is evil before it even begins.
3: Yeah, just because everything tries to kill us does not mean everything is evil. There's a everything huge difference. Everything doesn't <laughs> try to
1: kill us. We've made lots of friends along the way. We met Fadarg. We met... One. His son, that's two. One and and a half. That jerk time agent.
2: That's well, another yeah, half, that, so maybe two halves make a whole.
1: Um, and then there's, there's of course we met you, Carrie. You were very nice.
0: Um, I. Uh, I want to stress, she did just ask where the guns are in the top <laughs> And I told her they're on her shoulders.
1: Um, we, <laughs> we um, we met you. We have your your Mr. Bubble. Well, we met we met um, we met your friend. We met, we met your cat buddy. Um, we've also met. Um we met Russell Turner. Oh you didn't meet Russell Turner. He he seemed like a real like a real jerk at first, but he ended up being very nice. Um I don't know where my accent's doing today. It is all over the map, but it's fine. Um alright, um as opposed to most days where it's very consistent and very good. Um, <laughs> all right. um yeah. Carrie, the thing is like if we go if my experience is that if you go into things expecting a fight, you usually find a fight even if no one else was preparing for one. So I think that it's good to just do a little pop down, say hello, see what's happening. Maybe have some some crumpets or something. Whatever they call whatever well, they eat here.
2: Well, well, then we need to bring food then if we're gonna be nice to people because we can't just show up without a gift.
3: Well, you always have your snacks in your in your bag, you know.
2: Whoa, whoa, Travis, Travis, these are Carrie's snacks.
3: <laughs> I also I also think to Carrie's point,
1: I don't know if pulling. Just like random snacks out of your your, yeah. your your bum bag is really the like yeah the most uh, it's look, rude. If we, look, if we see if we see a petrol station on the way there, we'll stop and get a bag of ice because no one ever brings ice to a party, and it's actually very <laughs> considerate to do it. So that's that's what we'll do. If we see something on the way or something that we think would make a good gift, then we'll bring that. But um, otherwise, I don't really have a whole lot of um. I've got jelly babies. Um, like we cool should bring those. Out. Yeah. yeah. I, I always do. Um, well,
2: oh, well, okay. Well, I'm going to just, just bring the bat anyways. Carrie just, like, clutches it a little tighter.
1: Well, maybe, maybe maybe they'll play baseball like vampires in that movie. Okay. Uh, let's... It was a horrible movie.
0: Yeah, Lost Boys.
4: Hey, whoa, well, hey, hey, I got to just jump in real quick. N- not a horrible movie. Uh, all right, I'll, I'll step, you know, right. I'll, not the Hillworth. Wait. I'll, let's go. I'll let's go. Yeah. All
1: right. Right, so if, if the guards are done arguing, uh, I think we could go ahead and, and head to to uh find
2: out Right, that, that that was weird. The voices came out of nowhere. <laughs>
1: why. The DARTIS does need to be serviced. Like, there was there was a sticker somewhere I don't worry about it. Anyway, um <laughs> we're gonna head to let's uh let's go find out what the locals are up to. I hope it is cricket. I haven't played
0: cricket in some. I used to be very good at cricket.
2: Uh, it's just uh- lame baseball. <coughs>
0: Can't argue with that. Uh, you open the TARDIS door and directly in front of you, eye forward, is the imposing shape of a Dalek.
2: I know what those are.
1: Oh wow! Well, I need to get my sensors definitely, since I literally just ran a scan for life forms in the area yes <laughs> I didn't get pick one up that's
0: right in front of my TARDIS. Oh, let me uh, let me let me finish that. Sorry, uh, a Dalek made of stone.
2: Ah ah, oh dear. that does change it a little bit. Uh, right. I would definitely say Carrie probably goes to like swing at it, but then holds when she realizes it's stone.
0: Yes this this stone dalek is is would seem to be looking directly at you if indeed it could see and were not made entirely of stone. Uh the stone is a little weathered and aged. Uh this is clearly a dalek that has been here for a while. If it could move it would be poised to either roll into the TARDIS or exterminate you or maybe combinations thereof, but it is just a stone dalek. It is motionless. It is if it if it was ever alive it is not now.
1: I go Travis and Carrie wait here. And then I go back into TARDIS and we just see a shot of the TARDIS. You remember the episode where the TARDIS like, yes. materialized in front of a wall and then the doctor went back in and turned it around so the door was facing yes. the other way? Uh, I turn my door so it's not facing the Dalek. In case, for some reason, whatever we do on this world causes the things that are made of stone to stop being made of stone, I'd prefer ah. not to have a Dalek facing right towards my TARDIS so I just do like a real quick, it's just like, you know, it's like when you see your car has been badly parallel parked, and you go, you know what, I, get, I can probably get a little bit closer to the curb and a little more parallel here and get the wheels just a little more straight. So I do that, and then I come back out again. Um,
3: and we jump to the next cereal. Yeah, I'll let you do that.
1: Yeah. Oh, and I come back, when, when, I, when I arrive, I'm carrying a bag of ice, and I also have a little, uh, I have some cheese puffs.
2: Where did you Perfect. get the ice?!
1: Oh, I, I, while I was gone, I made a stop. What was that? And for you, I was gone for like 10 seconds. But I'm like,
0: yeah. Oh. Yeah. As you are walking through this garden, you can't help but uh, notice the, the various statues that are dotted around this garden. Uh, there is a chicken form, a humanoid shape with a chicken head in centurion-like armor.
1: Oh, I miss Rory.
0: <laughs> their right leg twisted in an unnatural manner with a boot bending in what would undoubtedly be an uncomfortable position for anyone, chicken form, human or otherwise. There is a Tivoli in a conquest exploration committee uniform positioned as if she were running from something. Uh, there is a Raxachorica uh, perhaps more, more commonly known as the Slavine, uh, leaning against a nearby pillar in the garden with one arm broken off. Shattered stone around the ground in vaguely claw-like places, and the one constant for all of these statues is that they appear contorted in looks of fear or pain. Do you have any thoughts or anything you would like to do before you uh, continue through the garden? Yeah, where you detected the life signs. Uh,
1: now that I've seen that, like there is this terror, and there is like broken limbs and stuff like that. I wanna, I wanna look at the 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 limb that is broken off. Mm-hmm. and i want to see if it looks like that broke off before it was turned to stone or after like if i can tell that like if I, if it looks like there was an injury or if the stone if the statue itself just broke
0: yeah uh, looking at the damage to the arm it looks like broken stone like if you have a statue where the the limb gets snapped off okay so it definitely it, it definitely uh, appears to be bro- a broken stone statue okay i go well i really
1: hope that whoever did this appreciates a nice bag of ice because we might need them to be very happy for us. Um, I, I will say that many of these, many of these... Uh, are, there, are there species that I'm seeing that look like ones that have not been adversarial to me in the past, or am I mostly seeing, like, hostile alien species like the Slovene and the Daleks and stuff like that?
0: I would say in this garden area, there aren't, uh, uh, there's maybe, I, I would say... No more than a dozen statues, and I would say that in terms of alien life forms, it's kind of an even spread. Like you definitely recognize some alien races that have been hostile before, but you also see some that are like the Tavoli typically go out looking for. In this case, the the e Exploration Committee go out in search of alien races who ca- who they can advertise to to come and invade them. Oh right, because the Tivoli so, are the most yeah. they're the, inv- the planet of invaders the yeah. Planet. They, they 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 love a good oppression. Um, so <laughs> it's very, so I would say that there's definitely some hostile uh, races here, um, but there's also some that are kind of you know you know tame or benign. But they're all they're all again they're all, all very similarly kind of contorted into these shapes of kind of panic or fear or pain.
1: Okay, I want to do a scan with the sonic to see if I can recognize any sort of. You said there was radiation earlier. Like in like maybe now that I, now that I'm out and about and in the air mm-hmm. where this background radiation is, I want to see if I can maybe more isolate what that signal is or or what its origin is.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I'm not gonna have you do a roll. I'm just gonna give you uh, this information. This seems to be kind of naturally occurring. It's not coming from any specific source. It just seems to be kind of a a largely benign. Kind of background radiation that's just kind of present, naturally occurring, but that is making kind of more broad scans. Uh, just a, it's just it's just creating like background interference more than anything else. It's not harmful or uh, or deadly in any way.
1: Okay, and then I want to scan Travis and Carrie to see if I feel like there is any sorts of beginning stages of petrification of some sort happening to them. Because I'm I'm what I'm trying to see is if this effect whatever turns these people into statues is something that's like a natural presence on this planet or if it's like something that, that was done to them so i'm just like seeing i love I, that
0: instinct if there's anything yeah.
1: happening already because like yeah it's like the best analogy i can think of is like sunstroke Where like immediately walking into the sun won't give you sunstroke but being out in the sun for the same period of time will give you sunstroke so yes I, feel like, I is there like statue stroke is there like that kind of thing happening yeah, and it's kind yeah. of the same thing with Grayscale. radiation. Like,
2: you can walk around at certain levels of radiation, but once it hits a certain level of hertz, it, it's considered like at a level that is going to yeah. cause harm.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it affects your max HP meter. And <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm thinking of Fallout 4. Um,
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Hang on. I need to interrupt you, Ben. I just want to let you know that another settlement needs your help. And I need you to go. <sighs> and
0: I, c- I can't. I can't. This is why I'm playing Fallout 3 again. <laughs> Is there a mod to turn that off? Anyway, um, uh, yeah, using that sa- the same scan that you're using for the atmosphere, um, there's nothing about Carrie or Travis. Uh, they are they are healthy, hale and hearty, as uh, as healthy as as they've ever been. Not to suggest that they're getting healthier. That would be silly. They're just fine. They're not. They're no like signs that the radiation is affecting them or indeed yourself i was gonna
1: say i almost was like wait a minute there's a there's a there's a there's a hanging hanging threat in that statement so i was like the second <laughs> she was
0: done with them she was gonna do one herself as well
1: um, yeah.
0: well i'll t- tell you what while we're talking about ha- hanging threads uh i'm gonna tug at one right now the life forms that you were uh that you had detected half a mile away you can hear them approaching your location Great. and it's Hard to miss them, because it's mostly laser fire. And you see now, moving into the garden area, you see a group of human colonists Mm -hmm. um, in a variety of kind of shiny, spangly jumpsuits in a retreat, running away from aliens that appear to be wearing motorbike helmets. And they're kind of fully fully retreating, firing lasers, uh, shouting, screaming, and one of them turns and looks at you and goes to point at you, and goes to speak, and then suddenly one of the aliens in the bike helmets seems to zap them with with some kind of ray, and you watch this person scream as they are, from the leg up, slowly turning to stone. You can see the parts of their body that is not turned to stone kind of twisting and gnarling, trying, trying... almost as if to try to move away from from the part of their own body that is turning to stone, but it is too late and what is, what is left after about uh, 20 seconds of transformation is this kind of grim mask of just agony and despair as the rest of the humans are continuing to try to move away from these motorbike helmet aliens and one of them calls to you, YOU'VE GOTTA GET AWAY! YOU'VE GOTTA GET AWAY FROM THEM! THIS WAY! WE'RE HEADING BACK TO BASE! WE CAN KEEP YOU SAFE!
2: Doctor, this is why I ask every time if there is an armory. The this right here, this, this, this.
1: Uh, I'm sorry, Carrie. Do you, do you think your baseball bat would be uh, a top bat? Would be good against a laser rock gun? Follow the follow the runners. Follow the runners now. Instead of criticizing, um, and here, Travis, you carry the ice. And <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> um. All right. I need all of you to give me a coordination and athletics uh, check to outrun uh, these bicycle helmet aliens. Uh, do I get any sort of negative because I'm now carrying a bag of ice? Um, that's a very oh, good question.
4: If oh, I, if I may interject, Dan, you might actually get a positive because you have been trusted with a task. Oh, a, so yeah! I, don't you get like an actual bonus as like the companion? <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, for, 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 for adventure, so I don't oh, think this okay. is the key. Maybe don't uh, use it on the ice, do, you're so. right, you're right, you're right. <laughs> um, <laughs> I,
2: I do have to say though that I do get a hit because I'm clumsy. Oh, yeah, you do. Mm. Yeah, that's mm. a minus two, right?
3: Uh, yes. no, it's, uh, right. you roll twice and take the lower, I think.
0: Yeah, so the clumsy, you have to make an additional awareness and coordination roll to avoid knocking vital things over, uh, dropping anything, or tripping up and landing on your face. So give me the, uh, uh coordination and athletics roll, and then give me a separate awareness and coordination roll. So
2: the first one was 11, and then the okay. second one was 12. Okay. Oh, sorry. Thirteen. Second one was thirteen because it's okay, okay. coordination. Okay. Okay.
0: That's that's a little bit better. Yeah. You lose your footing a little bit, but as you're as you're buckling, one of the uh one of the humans in the spangly jumpsuits uh, kind of grabs you and, and to kind of stop you from falling over entirely, got you back upright as you continue to run.
2: Thank you.
3: I rolled snake eyes.
2: Woo! Oh, no.
0: Child. I want a fourteen. Okay.
3: Yeah. So okay. I I will have a total of six.
0: Okay. Oh, no.
3: And that's that with no really negative uh, for a
0: bag of ice. Well, a bag of uh, ice
1: should only help you keep cool under pressure, so...
0: Uh-oh! So, and, I can pu- and I can put hey. it on my wounds. Yeah. Travis fully buckles over, um, dropping and splitting open the bag of ice in the process. No! Um, you observe, as you've fallen over, it, You've you have seen how how it appears when when someone is turned into stone and how painful that process looks but you are uh gently surprised when you when you roll over to see your pursuers to see that they've stopped just past the edge of the garden and are no longer actively pursuing you like almost in
3: a direct
0: kind of line they've stopped as if there were some
3: unseen force that is preventing them to continue
0: I wouldn't describe it as an unseen force, so I would just it's it's definitely it's a choice that they have made. Okay. Is it almost like when like
1: if it's a supernatural story, for example, mm. when like vampires will step onto hallowed ground? It may well be something not dissimilar to that. Okay. I just I I meant I meant less like is that the answer and more like is that what it appears to look like to
0: us? Oh yes, it definitely appears like they've stopped and they have made a choice not to pursue um, past this point. And it's not in, the motivations for that are not entirely clear, but certainly they have they are no longer actively pursuing the colonists. That, however, has not stopped the colonists from continuing their run to to wherever they are going. Uh, Travis, uh, what do what are you do in this moment? Well, can Again, I say, cr- I, I want to say a quick but for
1: Travis, the doctor, no matter what her role was, the second that mm-hmm. Travis went down, she would have stopped mm-hmm. to try to help him up because she wouldn't let him just fall on the ground and she wouldn't keep running away from him while he's, while he's falling like that.
0: Okay, yeah, that's great. Uh, Travis, as you have turned and you're kind of watching these uh, motorbike helmet aliens uh, kind of standing in the distance, you feel the doctor kind of crouch down beside you.
3: Uh, Doctor, I am so
0: sorry. I, I wasn't ready for the ice,
3: and I, I'll pay you back. I I, I promise. Travis, I'm sorry. Travis,
1: forget the ice. Let's just get out of here.
2: Hey! Yeah. I think they stopped! Uh, is that weird? Because, uh, uh, that wasn't happening two seconds ago, and now oh, they're just standing there.
0: The colonists yell, keep moving, don't stop!
2: Well, but they seem to be just stopping!
3: I, I I think I think uh, the doctors helped me to my feet now, and we are continuing to I, uh, yeah. run with the fleeing survivors.
1: Sure. I say to Carrie, which goes, they seem to be stopping. I go, Carrie, uh, for someone who's so obsessed with tactics, I would say maybe follow the people who are running from the, the stone laser people.
2: There's just a lot of questions here that I need answers to, Doctor, and I'm... Well, you can't can't can't
1: get questions answered if you're turned to stone, so just keep running. Okay, well, the two of you don't need to yell at me at the same time, okay, Mom and Dad?
0: (laughs) 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 After a while, the uh, colonists, as they are becoming more aware of the fact that they're not being followed, their their, their run turns into a walk. Um, And after a little while of walking, during which time you're kind of really able to take in uh, the people that you are with, you're kind of able to kind of uh, see them, and they are very much human. There are three of them here. One of them appears to be a, a young woman in her mid-twenties uh, of uh, Asian heritage. There is a, a gentleman who looks, he's a little scruffier. He's got kind of scruffy, uh, kind of unkempt hair uh, and, and a little bit of stubble. And there is a uh, another a, a young woman with red hair, uh, in her early twenties, who just looks tired. As you, uh, after this walk, you arrive at a, a great metal wall, uh, assembled from what appears to be the hull of a spacecraft. Great pieces of metal welded together at different angles. The commander of the group, the Asian woman, uh, nods to an on-duty guard, who then slides open part of the wall, revealing the camp inside. The wreckage of a crashed spaceship made up of three separate sections that apparently broke apart shortly before their impact, and the designation on the side of the ship reads Criterion Four. And uh, the the leader of the group looks at you all, and she says, "Welcome to the base. Uh, I I assume, based on your capsule, that you fell from a, a rescue ship. We saw that we see the drop pod there, digging the the wood panel aesthetic. Um are there any more of you? Uh, how is is the ship in orbit? Orbit. What is the what is the, the the rescue process here? Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I I wasn't from
1: a rescue ship. I my, we landed here quite unexpectedly. I wasn't trying to. But we could if you need if you need to get out of here, we could load you into my ship and take you out. Is that Is it just you? Or
0: are you the only survivors? There are there are a few more of us in the base, but I'm a little hesitant. We we're not really expecting rescue we are we are we're a, a colony ship we were supposed to come here and colonize uh the planet we're on uh, i don't know if, if you if you're familiar with the planet designation we're on Percy i6 uh, and we are
2: omicron Percy i6
0: no just just persei i6 what's oh, this okay. what's this omicron business
2: I, I i just uh it in my reality world what what do i say doctor i uh, wherever i come from there's this show. It's great. It's called Futurama. I love okay. it. You uh, Carrie, you know that it. we're not
1: traveling to alternate realities, right? You know that we're just, like, in time and space. And
2: Oh. Oh, it's different?
1: <laughs> no, no, it's... No, it's not different. That's what I'm We're just traveling through... Like, we're not from different realities. We're not sliders. We're time travelers. We'll talk about it. Uh, oh, this is uh, confusing. Uh, There's a cartoon show... Where Carrie is from, that's actually quite funny and, and very very smart. But yes, it's a it's a coincidence. Apparently, is a very similar name. I hope.
0: Oh well, yeah, I I I, I would expect. I would hope. Uh, but uh, yeah, we we were we were a colonist ship. We were supposed to land and colonize, and we uh, kind of I'm um, gonna say we rounded those uh, those tasks into one big task by just kind of crashing, um, which kind of we kind of formed the camp around that, and we've been trying to kind of colonize the base. We, we did lose a lot of supplies in the crash, so we were hoping a rescue ship would be able to bring us some uh, some supplies. Okay, uh, I do want to point so... out that,
1: okay, so I need to ask some questions about, because you're colonizing, uh, did you check ahead of time to make sure there wasn't, like, someone who already lives here, who, by colonizing, you are essentially, a f- what what we call, uh, in, in civilized societies, invading? Which is, is conquest and not colonization so much.
2: Carrie I mean, like, you... just chokes up on the bat a little tighter when the doctor says that.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that's, that's a little rude. I mean, of course, the colonization committee did a level five category check of the planet and determined that there were no uh, indigenous life forms of you know, sufficient concern or technology to, to, to be wary of. We, we do that kind of check before we colonize any planet. Right. So, what's what's the baseline
1: for sufficient technology? Because obviously, there's someone here who has guns that turn people into statues. I'm I'm sorry. Who
0: are you again? I'm the doctor. Who are you? Who am I? I I'm Lieutenant Vu, and I am the head of this Whoa.
2: base. Whoa! What's your first name? I am the
0: commander of this base. You're right to be shocked.
2: No, no. First name. First name. Catherine. Uh huh. Uh huh. With a C Boone. or a K. Oh God. No. I am no. scanning. No. I, am, I am.
1: I am
0: already scanning no. for for similar DNA chains. Go ahead and give me. Oh, what are we gonna call this? Uh, in, just ingenuity and tech, straight up. Okay. Can I add? And, she's, uh, and she says it's Catherine traveler? with a K.
1: Is, is time traveler at all possible in this one? Because I'm.
0: I'm, am d- definitely gonna give you time- plus two for time travel on okay. this. Okay. Okay. Well,
1: that's not great, but
0: um, it's an eighteen. Okay. Um, that's not a terrible roll. Uh, with that. Well, role, it's, no, it's a terrible
1: want- roll. I just happen to
0: have a good base of number. I rolled a one and a three. <laughs> I just happen <laughs> oh, to have yeah, a good whoops! stats. With, these- yeah. <laughs> um, with that roll, you're able to do a kind of a base uh, DNA comparison between uh, Carrie and Catherine. Kath- you're not able to determine exactly how many kind of generations apart they are but uh, Lieutenant Catherine Vu is absolutely a direct descendant of Carrie oh
2: oh
0: oh oh okay
1: oh. oh this is this is uh oh um right. I had babies <laughs> well, well I, mean, I haven't I now it's no, okay. fair I have not communicated this fact with you yet no, yeah, uh, but no, no, but carrie's she's not... just
2: she's okay. just off with the name. She's assuming that like okay. she right now her carries thinking that it's her just in the future because she's still confused by the whole time idea. Mm. Oh, so she thinks it's just an older her or something. <laughs> That's in where the, she's right, at. In a despite sense, the
0: fact that you are almost exactly the same age, um, right? Yeah,
1: um, no, she's why? she's uh, she still thinks parallel universe. Catherine, thing. what what year is it?
0: From Earth, that's a, records. It's a great question. I don't know that we planned that, Michael. What? Year <laughs> right,
4: um, yeah, sure. It's thirty-two uh, fifty-three. I I definitely planned that.
0: I'll just answer the question. Uh, yeah, it's it's thirty-two fifty-three. Oh, okay, all right. It's um, a lot of greats. All right. Um,
1: <laughs> let's put a pin in that for now. That is that is very important information. Uh, I'm just going to let you know, Catherine. I don't want to like. Spoil too much, but you might not want to let this one die. I'm just gonna say that about Carrie. Um, so
0: um, great. Um, I don't plan to let anybody die in my base. And you say you're a doctor, right? Yes, I'm a doctor. Uh, science, yeah. medical, do you She's have- making. What's your specialty? Yes.
1: Time. Sure. Yes. That's All of I'm the travel. above. Travel, fun. Uh, I'm very. I'm. I'm actually quite good at juggling. Um, um, I've I, I've minored
0: it. I share the um, same
2: last name with you, what? <laughs> this is, this is So we is have lot. the same,
0: we have the same last, I mean, that's not uncommon yeah, yeah, yeah. for sometimes no, people I, have I the realize same... that,
2: right, Nope. we're all Vietnamese yeah. here, I get it, it's, it's not an uncommon last name here, but like, Carrie's just like doing the finger pointing back and <laughs> forth.
0: I'm actually gonna have Catherine do a quick check. Let me pull up her sheet for a second. While, while she's at
3: quick check, can she get another bag of ice?
0: um okay i just did a roll, and uh uh, lieutenant vu is not seeing it is not seeing the family resemblance so she's not shocked or surprised or faced in any way she's mostly just kind of gently baffled by the reaction that carrie is having right now and is more focused on the fact that the doctor says that she's a doctor um and so continues so are you are, are you the only qualified one of the group or do you all whoa, have... whoa, Oh yeah. wow yeah it's all my friends like that they're both very qualified I, Travis I don't I'm sorry I don't mean that in a, like we lost a lot of people in the crash we have and we have some you know certainly we you know we could use extra hands uh, in the base to help with like repairs and we have uh you know our, our 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 oxygen farm definitely needs some work we have electrical fencing that needs to be repaired so That's... if there's anything that any of you can do to help us kind of reinforce the base because the medusoids don't attack often, but when they do, we need to be ready.
2: I really need to hear a please from you, like who raised you.
0: <laughs> you My, my know, grandmother, please and thank you. mostly?
2: Yeah, 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 uh-huh. So, uh, I'm pretty sure P's and Q's are pretty in there. So, uh, a please would be nice.
0: L- last time I checked, the command of a base didn't necessarily need to bother so much with the, the, the niceties, but...
2: Yeah! Look, Let's if... just play by my rules for just a second while I piece my brain back together. Okay, I just need to all, right. For, for all right. to hear a little bit respect
0: for you. Actually,
1: you know what? Here, person. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull out my psychic paper to go. Look, we are here on pretty official business, so I think that you know maybe we can go ahead and
0: just get a little bit more respect and a little bit more clarity and a little bit less debating of titles and positions. Uh, what do you want the psychic paper to say and do you want to use a story point or do you want to roll for I'll
1: it? I'll use the story points, I already ever use those ones, so I'll yeah. use the one for my psychic paper story point <laughs> sure.
0: uh, I
1: think I want it to convey that I am someone, like the best example I can think of is there's an episode of The Expanse where they like figure out what the like current like code word is that like tells the other Martian military people to like leave this ship alone and like let it do what it's here to do Sort of thing. So, like, I think whatever whatever organization she's from, I want this to imply that I'm some sort of, like, Black Ops leader or something that outranks her. So, I'm kind of conveying, like, if it's, like, basically, like, when Section 31 shows up in Discovery Era Star Trek, where it's, like, oh, okay. this is somebody who has clearance and is of vital importance and, like, is a little clandestine in their operations. So, yeah. So... Whatever it is, I'm just trying to like, essentially pull rank on her so she stops uh, trying to boss around my people.
0: Gotcha, yeah, love it. Um, she sees your Psyche Paper and just kind of immediately straightens up and says, I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry, I, I had no idea. If you would please help us with some basic maintenance tasks around the base, it would be, it would be immensely helpful to us just, just in terms of like, continued survival of our, of our camp. Fair. I, I
1: think that people's well-being and survival is important regardless of what the status of their mission is at this current point in time. Uh, so if we can help with that, we will. Uh, but I would like to get a little more information on the, the the background of your arrival here and these Medusoids that you speak of Now, Now, are you, as far as you're aware, are they natives to this planet or did they arrive separately similar to yourselves?
0: Uh, the the scruffy scientist the uh the the guy in his uh, early 30s steps forward and he goes yeah so as far as we can tell they they were here when when we got here uh we don't really know what they're actually called we've never had any kind of intelligent communication with them but we we call them the medusoids and uh, it's mostly because of their uh, impressive no, I ability.
1: get, I, I get, I get the reference. Um, it's not that it's not yeah. that hard to figure out, to be honest with you. Um, so, um, has anyone? How do I put this? Have you you, you haven't managed to uh, get a hold of any of their guns or anything like that to analyze or to break down by chance?
0: Well, as near as we can. Tell it, it doesn't appear to be a, a weapon that they have so much. It is a a, a biological defense mechanism. We think possibly it's uh, it's either built into or or being amplified by uh, by the helmets that they wear. It's it's pretty uh, it's 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 pretty gnarly.
1: Do you miss Yakko and Dot, or are you doing okay in the water tower by yourself? <laughs> <laughs>
2: That was
0: great. All right. Well, <laughs> all right um, I don't understand that reference. Um, I don't understand that reference.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually, I'm gonna go. Do you know what makes them stop at that? When they stop, they stop. They seem to stop almost like immediately once we pass a certain threshold. Do you know what causes that?
0: Not necessarily. No, we think maybe they are just giving us a respect see now i can hear it uh <laughs> we're just giving giving us a respectful distance of of our base i'm not entirely sure uh why but uh, they won't come uh within uh within about half a mile of our of our of our camp here uh we don't know whether it's because of our technology or because they're worried that we might be able to blast them into atoms which we definitely can't we tried uh, doctor is that but- radiation
3: that you were detecting stronger here
0: uh, I'm gonna do
1: a scan to see if, that's, if, it, if it is. No, it's exactly the same as it was in the garden. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna, like, as he's talking about the, the camp, um, I think this is not a judgment on your, your voice you're doing. This is me cool. as the doctor seeing a thing that makes me want to play with it. But because sure. he's a little bit of a slow talker, uh, she gets very impatient with him before he can finish sentences. Yeah. And so she walks I know away. I love that. She walks away I'm while actually gonna- yeah. <laughs>
0: I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to give you a point of uh, a story point back, and it's a, po- okay. a, a point of inspiration. Okay. Uh, uh, I'm going to give you a story point for that because that's marvelous. Yeah, I think I think it fits into her impulsiveness that like. His... God, I wish I I wish I'd done a slow talking character sooner because it's just that I, that's a wonderful way to kind of rub against your doctor. I love it. Yeah. I haven't even thought about
1: it. <laughs> so
0: she she just
1: walks away while he's talking, and she's very rude about it. But I think she's also like given <laughs> oh. herself leeway to do that because she's established herself as like this like secret operative. So she. Walk- he,
0: so, he he responds to this by going, So, we're not really sure what's caused... Oh, are you walking away? <laughs> oh, right. I'll catch you, you later! Okay. All right.
1: So, she walks back out towards where that border was. Are the are the quote-unquote medusoids still out there, or are they headed back to whatever their place is? Uh, no, they're gone. Okay. Um... Oh, and she just tosses her bag of cheese puffs at him as he walks away. As, as she walks away, she just gives him her cheese puffs and keeps going. Uh, Perfect. I like the idea of him talking and her just handing him the bag and it's like walking away while he's talking. Um, I also like
3: the idea of the doctor bringing hostess gifts every planet we go to. Yeah. Well, I only did it because Carrie recommended it. So um.
2: That's good manners, Travis.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I think that it's funny too because I just watched Riot last Sunday, and there was that whole thing about like you should bring a gift. Um, that's really funny. Um, I know. So I, I yeah, I turn around and I walk back to kind of that border, and then I'm looking for the the colonist who was, who was turned to stone as we were fleeing. How far is that colonist from where that border is?
0: That colonist is much closer to the garden. That happened as they were passing through the garden, out back towards the base. So it's kind of right on the outskirts of that garden. You can you can actually see the TARDIS from where this okay. uh, where this person is. Okay. So uh, I'm gonna
1: walk up to that person. I'm gonna I'm gonna cross that threshold if I have to to go to that person. I'm gonna look at Travis as I'm walking away, and I'm gonna go help them fix whatever they need fixed, and then I'm gonna absolutely. Like...
2: <laughs> but they're so incompetent. That's Don't why they need, need us. us.
0: Yeah. Uh I'm going to say that Lieutenant Lieutenant Vu uh says uh that you're a very important person. Uh uh we we can't leave you on your. Um uh, uh Yoman Shoki, could you could you accompany the doctor uh, to, yeah, to wherever it, they're I'm on going it, don't please? Worry.
1: And she goes I'd rather actually have my own my own agent here and she points to Carrie. Uh, I feel a little safer in her hands. Um
2: Yeah, I don't trust you. Y- y- Yo- Yogi Bear.
4: <laughs> Yoma, you it's are, a rank. Um I Can don't
2: t- care! I'm the one with the bat. And what do you have? Nothing. So uh, well, I will okay. be going well, with the doctor.
1: Yeoman, what's your name? Uh,
4: my, name's, uh, my name's Yeoman Shaki, uh, Kira Shaki. Uh, this is uh, like a 20-something uh, woman, uh, shocker red hair. Um, she's clearly like... Oh, she's the red-haired ha- woman
1: from earlier. Okay, I thought she was yeah. a different character. Sorry.
4: Uh, yeah, hasn't slept in um, clearly a while, and is holding some kind of cool space colonist rifle. Cool.
1: Yoman Kishaki.
4: Yeah, okay. she's the military one.
1: Okay, you and uh, <laughs> you and Carrie can come with me. So I'm gonna. What I'm doing is, I, sorry, I don't mean to like gum up the works. Uh, I just, I, I'm gonna go up to that guy because what, what I'm doing is, since he was freshly turned to a statue right in front of me mm-hmm. and it hasn't been that long, uh, I'm gonna scan him to see if I can get any trace of the the blast that did it to him and get. The, I want to isolate the signal that's turning people into stone. Because I'm, I'm trying to reverse-engineer um, what caused it, and then that way I can maybe like try to figure out who this species is and, and how they do what they do.
0: Go ahead and give me Ingenuity and Science for this one.
1: Okay. That's actually not a terrible rule. I, was,
0: uh, I think that's 19, right? Yes, I'm plus 12, 19. Yeah. Nice. So so this, this is the same colonist that was hit by stone uh, that was hit by the medusoid ray uh while they were running away from the medusoids so this is as fresh a statue as you're going to get access to at the moment what the i think the one feature that you are mostly aware of is the fact that it is it's kind of it's kind of gently warm not like Warm like a person's body heat warm, but a little warmer than, a reg- than, than just stone would be. Okay. And it seems to be cooling. Like, you're able to determine using the sonic screwdriver that the internal temperature is, is still a little warmer than the other statues, but is is, de- is is declining down to those levels. Okay,
4: Riley, did you tell um, Shocky sort of your intent scanning Statue Man, out of curiosity?
1: I could say that I have if it makes it easier for you as, as GMs. Because this is a fresh statue, this is the the clearest signal we're going to get as to what sort of reaction caused the transformation. So uh, if you if you don't mind, I'm just trying to isolate the cause and see if I can in, uh, scientifically deduce a way to either reverse it or at least learn a little bit more about these, these medusoids, as you call
4: Well, Well, yeah, that's the thing. Uh, um, Kasabian, uh, he's been trying to get, this a slow-talky guy you've been talking to earlier. Um, right, uh, right. He's gonna appreciate the cheese puffs. And not gonna lie. Um, but he's his theory is if we can get one of the um, we can scoop out one of their eyes. Maybe we could confirm his theory that it's some kind of you know wave or uh kind of beam they're emitting. Um, seems like it like a like a microwave kind of gets them from the outside and works its way in. Right. If that's the working theory.
1: Right. I, I understand the motivation for that, um, and I definitely understand that these beings are a threat to you. I think maybe we should try to think of a method that doesn't involve having to scoop out one of their eyes, as that might be what we call an escalation of hostilities. Maybe there's a different way to go with it, because we are scientists, and this is the 33rd century. So perhaps there's maybe like a more civilized way to go about it and it, it, this could be a misunderstanding as i said earlier like this these creatures might see you as an invading race which if this is their indigenous planet you kind of are so let's um let's maybe back away from the dismembering of them because it's possible that what's done to these people could be undone and if so we don't want to maybe start a war with someone who could Turn people to stone. So
2: Plus, have you tried to scoop an eyeball? It's really difficult. Okay. Do you do you have a scooper for that? See, you don't. So this no, is just uh, very Fortunately
4: one of the scoopers is one of the few things that did survive the crash. we all wow. the freezers were destroyed, so we're out of ice cream. Uh, anyway.
2: Incompetent. Um, but scoopers. I,
4: if I may counterpoint, Doctor, it's a lot of really like very nice, eloquent. Moralizing. If you could just write that down in like a letter, I would love to send that to uh, Ensign St. John's family, this 19-year-old um, statue that doesn't seem to matter to you other than for scanning purposes. Uh, I'm going to head back to the base and run a quick perimeter check. Um, seems like you've got everything handled out here. And uh, Shockey uh, just kind of turns and walks off.
1: She's like, someone never saw Avatar and understands that the humans aren't the good guys in that film. All right. Um, so. Jocky um,
4: turns around and is like, excuse me, I've seen all eight avatars. <laughs> uh, I've played the VR experience. <laughs> I'm fluent in Na'vi. How The last
3: one just you? came out a year ago. <laughs>
0: yeah. The, <laughs>
4: I've seen we'll the- never
3: get that ninth one.
0: Also, yeah, Cameron Avatar insists 9. that the ninth one's going to start filming in, like, two years. And, and also, in, in
1: three years, apparently, I think George R.R. Martin might be finished with the Winds of Winter. But, um, <laughs> alright. So, I think I'm annoyed with the colonists at this point. So, and I, even though I understand his point of view, I also, I'm frustrated that these people are, are still these kinds of colonists in the 33rd century. So, I am going to... Uh, I I left Travis back there to to deal with stuff, and I'm gonna look at Carrie and go, "You want to go meet some aliens?" Yes. Uh, here's what I want to ask because I did scan the sure. the um, the person who got yes. shot. Am I able to detect any sort of like trace of the beam or whatever it was that caused? Cause I, what I'm looking to do less of is. I'm looking to find a way to maybe protect myself and Carrie, like mm. even if it means like going back to the TARDIS and getting some sort of like bio suit or something that we can wear, so that we're not quite we're not just like walking into like a, a petrification trap.
0: So what what you're picking up with the sonic, as well as the uh, the internal cooling temperature that i pointed out earlier you are picking up elevated significantly elevated levels of that background radiation that you've been picking up but mixed in with that is uh is a uh a kind of a dna pattern based on the role that you did i i will give you that it seems to be the combination of the radiation and that dna uh is what is causing the petrification process
1: okay so i want before we go further towards where the aliens are Mm -hmm. Uh, i want to go to my tardis and see if i can concoct something that is like a neutralizing agent for carrie especially because i'm more worried about her than me if it works for me too great but like sort of like when you go into a highly radiated area how you can take radiation pills to prevent like the like temporarily at least prevent the like effects of the radiation i i want to see if i can like concoct something along those lines to give Carrie and possibly myself to sort of give us a little bit more. I don't, I'm not trying to like give you a plot like armor thing for me, but I just like, yeah, I think the doctor would at least try to do this. So I think even if it's not effective for later on in the story, I think it's something the doctor would try to do at least to like, but I, I think she, what I want to do out of character is go try to talk to these people and try to learn more about them because this is what the doctor does. But like, I just don't think she would willingly walk into what's like immediate death so i think that like but at the same time i just out of character cannot fathom the doctor being like well i'm just going to side with these colonists because that's like not what the doctor does so I think yeah absolutely like, and we yeah.
0: yeah we will come back to that yeah yeah i, I want to hop over to travis at the base Um, Travis, have you gone in any particular direction? I think one of the things that you've noticed while you've been uh, on the interior of this base is that each of the three uh, sections of the spacecraft are labelled with different, would well, appear to be different departments. There's one that is labelled as botanical, and that has had much more of the exterior uh, hull of the ship has been pulled off of that one. And you can see half of the area is kind of exposed to direct sunlight. There's there's a garden that has been tilled. There are crops growing in half of this dome. And the other half is still kind of closed off with, with, an, with a, a hull and a kind of a, a large uh, open shutter star-like warehouse door. The larger section in the middle is uh, power and habitation. And from the center of the... This is the large of the three structures, and there are large cables kind of spidering out from the top of this one, like uh, like cobwebs, to the other two sections and to exterior terminals. And the third one is the sciences. And when the Doctor, Shockey, and Carrie left, that is the direction that Kasabian started heading in.
3: Mm. I think at first... Travis was just sort of put to work like you know what do you need him to do kind of thing but yeah. then does kind of want to sneak off and find uh like a data bank of sorts um maybe I don't know if there's like a, a bridge area or anything like that or engineering kind of thing
0: but yeah i I, I, just, I, I'm, I want to get some more information that kind of thing would be in the power section mm. okay lieutenant vu goes up to you and says right um Terry was it uh, Travis travis yes sorry i'm I'm not I'm not great with names what uh what what are your areas of expertise what how can we how can we put you to work there's a lot of stuff that needs to be done on this space and if there's anything in particular that you are if you like if you're uh good good with gardening or farm work or if you have any kind of experience with like uh uh biological engineering definitely there are places that we can we can put you so wh- where, where would we be best putting you in your skill set
3: i'm good with computers computers yeah
0: okay um Uh, well, we are having some issues with our, uh, with our life support system. That's part organic, but, uh, it is, um, probably something you'd be able to help with in, in the, the botanical section. Hey, you want to know Um, a secret? I'm part,
3: I'm part organic too.
0: (laughs) Ah, that's, 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 that's funny. Um, so, I mean, yeah, if you want to head to the interior section of the, of the botanical bay, there are, uh, there's definitely work you can be doing, uh, in there, um, I, I'm actually, I work best kind of as a floater, uh, you know, kind of see what needs to be done, and I can
3: do that. Uh, you know, I, I'm with the doctor, so, you know, part of her retinue, I can kind of, uh, I have the authority, so uh, I'll I'll just make my way around. I don't want to get in the way of your operations, and if I have any questions, I'll call you on the comms. How's that?
0: Go ahead and give me uh, presence and convince. And as you have apparently been left by the doctor if you wanted to use your uh I forget what that trait's called. Yeah. <laughs> uh well I have
3: a thirteen, so uh, thirteen. what what would that be?
0: Uh thirteen I would say is uh yes but.
3: Yeah, I'll 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 give I'll bump that up just to a straight yes using my Okay reliable. yeah if you want
0: to spend yeah. a story point to bump that up to a to a yes. Um it's a freebie kind of it's a freebie different. story point yeah. And says, uh, yeah, okay, um, I'll probably summon someone to check on you later, um, but just, you know, check out, have a look around the base. If you see anywhere where you think your expertise could be put to use, then, then by all means. But uh, um, if you need me, I guess I will head, unless were you going to Botanical? I get, I get the feeling that you'll probably not know. Okay, all right, well, I'll be in the Botanical uh, section working on life support if you if you need me. Great. Riley. Can we do a
1: roll to see if I was able to kind of communicate to Travis like when I said like Travis helped them out with stuff if I if that was if I was communicating to him look around for poke around see what's going on over here
3: I I think that after us having traveled together for so long I am I got that immediately okay. because that is my Yeah. Attention. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
4: Season three, Travis, I think, understands that when he's left alone, it's time to stir.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, I think the doctor would... I, I think Travis can infer this, but it's up to you, Dan, how you want to interpret it. But I think the doctor would definitely be like, fix things that are vital to people surviving. Don't necessarily mm-hmm. fix, like, weapons systems mm-hmm. and things that are designed to exterminate the aliens that are on this planet. So.
3: Okay. Oh, I have a list of things that I plan on... Uh investigating. <laughs> also, I
1: may have brought Carrie back with me because I feel uneasy leaving Carrie alone with her own descendants. That out of character is why Dr. brought Carrie with her when she was like, "Let's go check this stuff out."
2: Oh, oh yeah, no, I totally I totally like out of character. I totally knew that was your intent. I was like, "Yeah, you don't want to leave Carrie there. She's going to She's chaotic.
4: She's going to get yeah. every gun. Yeah, it's not a good yeah.
0: idea." Travis, <laughs> where are you headed?
3: to power but not quite not quite off the main path of it. I am trying to find a computer terminal that I can access. I want some information. I'll also help, okay. but I'm I'm really I'm more on a fact-finding mission right now.
0: Okay, yeah. You head towards the central of the three structures. You walk into the the engineering bay and there's all these power cables that have kind of been haphazardly uh kind of very much a makeshift attempt to get power distributed to other sectors of the, of the camp. There's the occasional spark, uh, and you see this, uh, this kind of put upon looking uh, individual wearing uh, very dirty overalls and kind of a very grubby looking version of that kind of shiny silver spacesuit. Kind of an older person, shaved head, a little bit of stubble. And they look to be in their late late forties, and they look to you, and they say, "What are you doing here?" Oh, hi. Uh, I'm here with the
3: doctor uh, under Lieutenant Vu's orders. Uh, I'm here to uh, doctor, doctor Who? Oh, that's a good one. I've heard that one before.
0: I haven't. Yeah, well, I'm uh, more of a Babylon Five fan, but uh, But you were you uh, got
3: enough of the reference to make a second reference? Interesting.
0: Well, it's 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 like um, a Matryoshka doll of unnecessary wall, f- fourth wall breaking reference. Sorry, uh, this is this is largely unnecessary. My my name's Ireland. I'm the uh, I'm the engineer here. Uh, they them just for reference. What what you what's what's your deal? What are you doing here? I'm here to fix stuff.
3: Uh, again, I'm here. Oh, brilliant! Yeah, I'm I'm here under uh, Lieutenant Vu's orders. So uh, if you have a problem with that, you have a problem with the commander. So I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just start at this terminal. If that's uh, that's all right,
0: okay. I assume you had a successful convince roll earlier, so I'm just gonna leave you to it. Uh,
3: yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna hop on the computer, and first and foremost, I want to know uh, two two very important things uh, that you know I'll roll forward to find out. Uh, I want to mm-hmm. know what the ship's mission was aside from colonization. I want the more specifics, like who sent them, etc., uh, and why this planet.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, go ahead and give me uh, Ingenuity and Technology. And uh, Tech Adept? Yes, please. 16. 16. I'm actually going to give you an additional 2 because of your tech-sensitive, so I was going right. to take up to an 18. All right. Um, it, it. The ship is exactly what it claims to be. It is a colony ship. It is the criterion for it was sent to Persei 6 to take human refugees to form a colony with the Earth being largely uninhabitable at this point, various human colonies are being crea- uh, created, scattered around uh, the cosmos, and this is one of them. This is one of the colonies. The plan was initially land on the planet, start you know building bases from flat pack materials, but because the ship crashed, like full on crashed, uh, they've they've kind of had to make do with what they have you also, I'm going to say this is because of the role, this is going to be a YesN, so you're going to get some additional information. Um, the uh, onboard uh, oxygen uh, generation for the ship, uh, they use tree boards, which are trees plus technology, trees with uh, kind of fiber optic cables and various other forms of technology kind of running up through the trunk of the trees to generate oxygen for the journey. Um, but in addition to that, they're also generating additional quantities of oxygen on the on the surface now for mostly for for the the plant life that they're trying to grow. But the information, the additional information you get from this readout is that for some reason, with the tree borgs, they're, they're having difficulty because the, uh, the, the tree borgs, uh, tr- as the trees are rooting into the soil of the earth, uh, they're having trouble kind of getting the nutrients that they need from the soil. Um, but one thing that you have noticed is that the roots are digging a lot deeper and spreading out beyond the camp. How
3: far beyond the camp?
0: You know what, shockingly, about a half a mile radius outside of the camp.
3: Uh, Okay, and then uh, also, while I am inside the computer system, I would like to uh, access Lieutenant Vu's personnel file.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I'm just going to say you can straight up pull that up. Uh, Lieutenant Catherine Vu, uh, she was originally a security officer um, stationed on the bridge when the captain and the first officer... Uh, were killed in the crash uh, she was the highest ranking officer on the bridge and kind of became the de facto commander of uh now of the criterion for base it's her third posting so she's still a little bit green around the gills a little bit but she her she has a good personnel file she's been given a her good good history uh, she's been awarded a, a medal of Core Competency, which is what I'm going to call that medal. I couldn't think of a fun name for the medal, but a medal of Core Competency sounds like it might be a future medal that a person would get. She's uh, trained with firearms and strategic planning.
3: And then lastly, I want to see uh, an incident report as to uh, why the ship crashed.
0: So there was a strange gravitational pull that pulled the Criterion 4 into the planet. When they were trying to make a landing, the gravity of the planet pulled them in at a rate greater than the gravitational pull uh, was anticipated it was supposed to be a you know the gravity is approximately supposed to be 1g but the gravitational pull that the ship had as it entered the orbit was significantly higher from that they weren't anticipating it and that led to the ship uh, uh ultimately crashing into the surface of the planet interesting
3: okay yeah and then i think you know once i kind of have done my digging i uh offer ireland my help uh, is, is there anything i can lend a hand
0: yeah, as it happens, uh, we we're not getting the efficiency of power that we need, and uh, uh, one of the uh, the unfortunate things is that w- one of our our science lab is not getting as much power as uh, as, as 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 they need. I know Kasabian is uh, climbing right up my butt uh, to try to get this taken care of. So if there's anything you can do to try to increase the power efficiency, it's beyond me. Unfortunately, I just I just don't want to do it. For being honest, I'm tired. It's been a long, long day.
3: I'm sorry. I mean, uh, I, I'm here. I'm here, for you. I'm here for. I'm here for you. If you, if you need, do you need a hug? I, I mean,
0: I no, just met you, but
3: don't, you seem like I, you could use one. Maybe from someone you're more acquainted with. But I figured I'd offer. I,
0: I do not consent to that physical contact. No, I'm not a hugger. I don't do hugs.
3: That's okay. I'm not
0: gonna. I will give you a friendly and curt nod, <laughs> and that is as far as we will go. R E colon. <laughs> Intimacy. <laughs> love
3: them so much I respect that and I will see what I can do to balance the power
0: all right terminals over there go ahead and give me uh ingenuity and science
3: way, <laughs> way worse at science
0: <laughs> yeah but I'm still gonna give you uh because of your 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 cyber knowledge buff I'm gonna give you a plus two for this as well okay 16 what is t- what is six add six 16. I, we don't we just don't know 16. Uh, Sorry, 16? Yes, science has never Um, solved it. (laughs) What are birds? We just don't know. Math. How does it work? (laughs) Yeah, with that role, you're able to uh, boost the efficiency of the power core. I think what it is is as well, I think because of your ability to kind of sense and communicate with technology, maybe there's a little bit of a fun, like, back and forth between you and the computer that we won't roleplay because that would be fun. and We're not doing that today. Um, Hello,
4: Travis. (laughs) No, I close Clippy. <laughs> <laughs> it
0: looks like you you're seem to, to push- want
4: to fix the fuse box. Hi, I'm Fusey. It looks um, like you're trying
1: to investigate uh, an invasive species. Would you like to? How would you like to proceed with that?
0: Yeah, you're able to boost uh, power efficiency. And uh, Engineer Island says, "Well, I don't know how you did it, but uh, I can see uh, full power going to the science lab. Fantastic, uh, good job, Terry."
3: Travis, thank you.
0: <laughs> All right. We're going to cut back to the Doctor and Carrie uh, walking towards the TARDIS.
1: I have a question: if we're, as, yeah. if we're, if our TARDIS is on the border of kind mm-hmm. of where these treeborgs have gone, and where mm-hmm. the line is of where the the creatures won't, the the helmet wearers won't go. Mm-hmm. Is there a difference in the level of oxygen past that border or not? Like, I know when we landed, we were in a breathable mm. space, but is it, is it clearly, yeah. like, less breathable once you go
0: outside that border? That's an interesting question. I think where you are right now, I think between the base and the the garden, the, the air is fine, it's clear, there's a slightly musky atmosphere, maybe a little even moldy, like plant life breaking down, that kind of smell. Um, or like a bad fridge, okay. perhaps. A fridge in need of cleaning. There's a little bit of that the further away that you get from the base. But other than that, the air is, is breathable. It just... You definitely definitely need to put some, uh, some, some air freshener in there or something. Okay.
2: Yeah, because we're planning on trying to get souped up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're heading back to the TARDIS because... Yeah. I mean... This... Carrie loves a good tool up. Yeah. Who doesn't love a good tool up? It'll be just like, you know... In Batman.
0: How is Carrie feeling knowing that she has met one of her... What would appear to be one of her direct descendants?
2: Um, I think she's still a little discombobulated. And probably probes the Doctor for a little bit of information. So, while they're... While both of them are heading back to the TARDIS, Carrie's like, so... Time travel, not multiverse?
1: Well, I mean, alright, so... If you travel through time enough, like reality does tend to change around you because, you know, time travel, the, the past changes, events change. Uh-huh. But we're not actually breaking through the like walls of reality into like parallel universe. I, I have done that. I have broken through to pair. but this is not that. So essentially we're moving forward and backward through the same continuity of life that we're existing in. So if, in case you are curious, yes, um I, I don't like to spoil one's future too much, but Catherine Vu does seem to be a direct descendant of Carrie Vu.
2: Oh, oh I got that. Okay. I just thought she was me for a second, but then she she I don't know how she didn't see it, but I saw the family resemblance and man, I have to have a baby. <sighs> Oh, oh, well, could be adoption. And Carrie, like, just, like, starts, like...
1: The doctor just makes a face and puts a finger up and then doesn't say anything.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, yeah, then she stops and she goes, oh, wait, that doesn't work with the family resemblance. Right. Right.
1: Carrie, I don't know what levels of, of fertility technology will exist on Earth by the end of of your time period. And if, and if I did again, I shouldn't tell you because it's spoilers. It's actually... It's, it's disturbing enough to me that we've actually encountered one of your own descendants directly because I do tend to try to avoid things like that in my travels. Um, but you know what? It's, for as big of a universe as it is, it's also strangely a small universe and the TARDIS is just a little bit persnickety sometimes. So she likes to play pranks. So I will say that maybe there's a reason why you're meeting a future descendant of yourself. I don't know, but I tend to not want to do too much to mess with that. So I think right now the more important thing is, is, is it, look, you, if you have any feelings that you need to process about that, um, though, please do. I will say that I am not good at that, um, but I still am here for you. Um, but right now, my priority is not having you get turned to stone. And I, I do think that despite her... Stubbornness and her very military-like attitude, which I'm not a fan of. I don't know what your kids have been doing, but oh, uh, um. I think, yeah, she
2: was rude. Yeah. I, I was about to say that. Like, we need to work on that.
1: Yeah, maybe well. you could talk. Maybe like, you could talk wow. to your kids about their kids about their kids. And Where so does on.
2: that come um, from? Right. Exactly. I mean, she's like a firecracker and just.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I can't imagine. Um. But uh. Yeah. I. I do think that regardless of that. Um. I think that she would. Somewhere deep in her mind, probably be very grateful of her great, great, um, great, great, great. A lot of greats, um, grandmother, did not get turned to stone. Because I feel like you getting turned to stone will have pretty immediate and negative impacts on the life of Catherine Wu. So, let's um, definitely... Not have that happen, and I'd be sad about it too. And I think Travis would be. I just like putting yeah, on. I don't. I'm not only concerned about her thoughts about it. I would be very upset if you turned to stone. Um, you get very nice. Um, you know, except for the whole penchant for let's, let's grab guns thing.
0: But um, and like,
2: Carrie's getting pushed into the TARDIS by the Doctor at this point. As she's like just like yeah. burying herself deeper in I, the hole. Yeah.
0: I actually want to say this as you are approaching the TARDIS, uh, Doctor. You notice something is very, very wrong. You approach the TARDIS which has been turned to stone.
1: Yeah, I popped out. This I popped. Is... The, I popped in the shops. I, what I have done essentially is I have now placed the spot where now when Big Finish does their versions, yeah, of, of Rassilon, uh, the Doctor fought in a war, and and like and Jody House is going to write a whole series of comic books. Susan was
0: there. Very know. excited, but about, yeah. the, the original. No, Susan, Michael. Susan, Susan
1: is never there. It's never Susan.
4: Hey, when it's Big Finish, sometimes Susan shows <laughs> right, up. They have right. Carol Ford. Part. She's great. That's she does Susan's one, yeah. war and like Susan's other war and after the Daleks, a Susan yeah. war spectacular.
0: I hung out with the moderator. Um... I'm very excited about the 60th anniversary special because this is cl- that's clearly the point in your Doctor's timeline where the adventure is going to take place. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to end with Paul McGann handing you a bag of ice.
1: Yeah.